You're listening to episode 87, the continuation of our conversation with Reed Cohen. This episode is brought to you by Rogue Water Lab. Hi, this is Dr. Tobin Redwine, Instructional Assistant Professor in the Department of Agricultural Leadership, Education, and Communications at Texas A&M University. This is the podcast that's demonstrating the power of storytelling in the water sector. It's water in real life with my friends, the H2 duo, Stephanie Corso and Ariane Shipley. We are proud to announce our new nonprofit venture, Rogue Water Lab. A tribe, an experience, a calling, a hub where you can learn, connect, and grow. The lab is cultivating the next generation of innovators in water communication and education. Why? Because progress is a human story. And those who tell the stories rule the world. So the question now belongs to you. Are you ready to join the revolution? As promised, here is the continuation of our conversation with our friend Reed Cohen that we started last week. We actually had a dueling lightning rounds as we wrapped up our conversation together. So we go a little off the rails, you know, but it is what it is. We hope you enjoy it. We hope you have a little fun and maybe a little laugh a little here in me and Ariane be a little goofy and to get the perspective of a water nerd in training. Reed has definitely, I don't know, I don't know if he knew that he was going to school for water nerddom, but he has graduated. So now he just needs to get his master's in water nerd and just fill out the rest of his educational background, add that to the resume. So without further ado, Let's get to the show. All right. So um, for each of you, this is the beginning of the lightning round. Okay. What is that cur- the way you intro the lightning round? I at this least is the beginning light. of the lightning round. Flash what means. current book are you reading or into or recommend for your listeners? Seventy goes first. Uh, my first book that I would like to recommend, the one that I'm reading right now is called Change by Design, and it is by a gentleman named Tim Brown, who created the company called IDEO, and it's all about design thinking. And um, wait, was I supposed to tell you why I think it's interesting? Go for it. Absolutely. Oh. Well, I'm reading it because I think that it's it's badass, and I think that it's something that the water industry can... I know in some places it's probably happening, but definitely from a communication standpoint, from an engineering standpoint, the thing I like most about design thinking is that it, it begins with this idea of empathy and that you're creating solutions that are actually are helping the end user. And so to me, I think that's an incredibly important piece of um, what we should take into mind in consideration in our projects. And I'm being distracted because Ariane is Googling children's books. Ariane's right trying to find what book she's into. <laughs> Not, Do- Dr. Seuss? I'm into. It's what book we're currently reading in our house. Okay. This is this is not fair, listeners. I don't get to read any freaking real books. Well, here we go. Okay. The Saga of Arian. Here is we the go. Mommy Corner? Let me just, yes. Okay, here I'm we go. I'm three weeks away, so You don't get me. to read a bunch of books. Um, so a book that I read nightly to the children... Um, I don't even know what the title is. We open it up, and it's a count from 1 to 10, and then we go into the 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100, and then the very last page is 1,000 raindrops. So we get through the whole book. It's a hard book, you know, board books or what they're called, 
we get to the 1,000 raindrops, um, and it never fails that they ask me about water because they know I work something in water. I work for I work in a water tower. Uh, I'm like, let's they're four, so yes, I work in a water tower. So we go into these stories about water. Okay, but if we're real honest, I no longer listen or read books uh, because the last one I probably read was uh, Game of Thrones four years ago. But I listen to a lot of podcasts. She listens to terrifying podcasts about murder I, mysteries. I think 1,000 Raindrops is very apt and okay. There you go. Well, all right, maybe good. all of the listeners should read that one. All right. nope, I don't even know what it's called, but cut my off. favorite one right now is called uh, The Shrink Next Door. Oh, boy. Yep. It's amazing. <laughs> what, for each of you, is your current pump-up jam? You're going to have a tough Ooh. day or you just need to get that boost right now or the last one you listened to. What's your pump-up jam? Um, the first one that came to mind the second you said that was High Hopes by Panic at the Disco. Great. Ariane, do you get to listen to music or is that no, just outside no, she's of she's too your... busy listening to murder mysteries. Do you listen to po- uh, music? Song. I, um, okay, probably my go-to, like, hype jam is Black Betty by Ram Jam. Heck yeah, that is all time all up time. there. Um, all right, only a few more. Obviously, <laughs> water... Is the number one for all of us in this room. Yes, sir. But we're talking about liquid only, not gas, not solid. So the state of liquid. What is each of your second favorite liquid? Champagne. Uh, coffee. Those are both great. We also would have accepted maple syrup or Tempranillo. So <laughs> okay. you're right on there. Whiskey coffee. Last like two. This selection. was the one I was going to erase because what I had a is? I had a what snafu. <laughs> I had a snafu on the way in, actually getting back to your uh, episode where you had the calendar, the full-size um, carry around the calendar. So yes, that sir. is what I do, too, and I didn't trust it once, and today was the once because of, of the issue. And so what I was going to ask, looking back to the Mayor Pete episode, what time zone are we currently in? <laughs> well, she's actually uh, perfectly wearing her Pete uh, boot edge edge 2020 shirt. There it is. I actually, edge, edge. Uh, with the uh, entire Democratic field, I'm actually pulling for him right now just so it's four years of rubbing that in your face about the edge, the edge. time zone thing. That was fantastic. Uh, yes, time zone. We are okay. currently in the central time zone. Central time zone. It doesn't mean that on a daily basis I don't Google time zones, just in case. Final <laughs> lightning round question. Okay. So obviously somebody like me started out Nowhere, and then got to water nerdism. Started from the bottom. So yeah, exactly. You've got somebody who is kind of. I know in the your early podcast, you talked about sort of a, a your elevator pitch for water. But if you have somebody kind of at the beginning, there's so many causes, there's so many resources. But yeah. s- besides subscribing to your Twitter feed, your Insta Face pages, wow. where would you recommend somebody start? Uh, just to get information. My first thing is what I did with you, and this is a tangible, physical thing. Take your top off. I mean, if I have nobody, if I have His somebody in front of His question was, where me, do you find information? And your yeah. answer is, take your top off. Yes. Because if I have nothing else to give uh, you. Obviously, her methods worked on me. Here if I, I have am. nothing else, you're standing in front of me, person to person. I can't tell you. I don't know if you have a cell phone. I don't know if you have internet access. I don't know if you're going to go back and research anything. I can tell you the story of take your top off, and it's going to stick with you. Absolutely. Listen here. 
I know Listen you here. may not be doing nothing else, but you're going to drink out of that bottle of water or you're going to drink out of that whiskey bottle or you're going to drink out of that Gatorade bottle the next day or Pedialyte, whatever you're going to drink out of. You're going to drink out of it. <laughs> if you do nothing else, do this for me. Take the top off when you throw it away. If you don't have access to recycling or if you do, just go ahead and take that top off just in case. Milk. Detergent, anything. Bubba gum of water containers over here. All of the above. <laughs> just take that top off, just in case, because I don't want any Milk liquids. jugs, whiskey bottles, yeah. Gatorade. Keep going. I don't know. I'm done. Apple Champagne juice. bottles. Just take the top laundry off. Laundry detergent. Let's throw it all away together, or let's recycle it all together. And then you immediately asked why. Then you give me an opportunity to tell you why. Um, or you accept it and you just, for the rest of your life, take your top off. And therefore, win-win. <laughs> Please, I'm everyone, going, just use that as a hashtag from I'm now on. I'm going non I want you to see things of unscrewing of the lids and it's called... Take your top off. Take your top off. Hashtag. You got an answer? Yeah, uh, Stephanie, do you have... Um, my, my wife's going to listen to this and go, wait... What did you get them to do? And it's going to be no. They sure they, they brought it up. Off. So she does the same thing. I, saw I forgot it. the question. What was the question? The question was just if uh, somebody has never even thought about water, and you get a few seconds just to give them a resource um, besides subscribing to your Twitter feed. Where would you send them? Of just here's where you can learn. Here's where you can. Is it their city? You know, utility water utility website. Is it there? Where would you just recommend they start? Um. I would recommend, yes, I would recommend going to the city, but more importantly, I would recommend finding like who your public educator or communicator is for your water utility because they spend so much time and effort and energy into creating things for their customers to learn from. I know because she and I did it for 10 years of our lives. And it was exciting when we finally had a resident who was excited about what we were creating. Yeah. And Scott with one T. When you, ooh, Scott Bauman. When you reach out, when you say, hey, I did something based on your message, that's, that's worth more than any dollar we could get paid. So I would say find out who your public educator and communicator is for your water utility and find out where you can follow them, if they have a newsletter, if they have a social media channel, whatever it is, whatever channel they're on, find them. And because every single thing they're doing every single day, they get up and go to work is for you. Okay, so here's the deal. We're going to go into our own lightning round. And uh, And you're going to like it. You're going to like it. What do you do every day that drives your productivity? Are you productive every day? So I try to at least accomplish, you know, one goal every day. And so your definition of productive, I think, is, is it just depends. Uh, but the thing I do every day is not the, you know, you've got a lot of high-powered, I guess, is that a pour another glass signal here? I'm going to pull yep. out the bottle. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm finally getting the hand signs as we get to the end here. Um, you know, I don't wake up at... Four o'clock in the morning, like Stephanie, it's just you know not going to happen. It's crazy. The only time I want to see the sunrise is when the fish are biting. Um, Tell me about it. But uh, you know, and I I don't exercise near enough. My cholesterol nope. levels are terrible. But every day when I get up, I'll take ten to fifteen minutes to actually look at world news 
as opposed to U.S. And, you know, I don't care if you're a CNN or a Fox News or whatever you're listening to. Um, there's kind of just certain perspectives we get in this country. and But to get another perspective, I just don't think as Americans we, we kind of think of that way, of, of how would other people um, um, see the problem. And then that kind of helps me the rest of the day. Just, just it gives me a different uh, approach of, you know, what I think is critical and what is not critical. And so... Um, um, I like to do that just just on a daily basis to kind of give me a re- reset my my point of view. Oh, well, that's good to try to approach it positively, at least. Well, one of the things that we experience in our line of work are people who would be like, "Well, what is it? Diff- what does it matter if I make a change? I'm just one person. Like that's not going to create an impact anywhere." But you know, we wholeheartedly disagree with that, and we feel that change can be contagious, and that your change can inspire someone else to make change, and to it can amplify it from there. So, what is the one call to action that you're most passionate about that you believe could ultimately change the world? So, my first answer, if you'd asked me a few weeks ago, would have been uh, vote. But your buddy from TCU, who's on the mm, baseball team. Penny. Um, you know, pointed yeah. that out, and again, I don't mean just nationally, but your local elections. If you're fed up with it's your most your taxes, guess who's yeah impacting your daily life? But you guys covered that. Um, mine would be, it's wash your hands, oh wash your God. freaking hands, of people. Um, if you don't think that has an impact, look at patient zero. I mean, you know, we can talk about how diseases spread. You can look at the current measles outbreak um, uh, in the Northeast and what that does to a community. Um, you know, my other would be vaccinate, but I know that's a bit of a hot topic right now, but it's, it's fine. It's wash your hands and vaccinate. And that can change the, your whole community and the world. Fantastic call to action. Uh, thanks so much again for spending. Nope. We don't know how many hours. We're adding like an hour and a half out. You know, the thing is, we could have done this taping a hundred times, and we would have had a hundred different conversations. That's, that's how Here's it Here's the goes. deal. Read. Your rants are amazing. You're an amazing human being. We appreciate you more than you'll ever know. Um, we love how much you love us. And always, since even before day one of starting your own business, have been believers in us. Um, we appreciate your heckling, your honesty, your um, your rants, your perspective, all the above. Yes. So thank you. And your champagne. Thank you for the cel- day. Thank you for the celebration. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for sharing your insight with us as the customer. We appreciate you beyond words. So thanks for spending this time with us. Thank you all. It's been a real, real pleasure. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Never miss out on future episodes by signing up for the Lab Notes, formerly the Water Nerd Newsletter. This is your one-stop shop for the podcast catalyst and all things Watercom's revolution. Sign up at roguewaterlab.org. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at roguewaterlab. Plus, still keep up with the H2Duo shenanigans at the underscore H2Duo. Don't forget to share with your friends and fellow water nerds so we can continue to grow the tribe. Remember, it doesn't matter if you're a water communicator, educator, or an engineer or operator. You are a communicator. As public health stewards, we have a responsibility to the people we serve to have our comms game on point, to build the trust and support necessary to create a resilient water future. Investing in comms is an investment in yourself and your organization. Why? Because just like what one of our favorite quotes says, 
Those who tell the stories rule the world.